While the Great Resignation has led to a record number of workers becoming their own bosses, the reality is that most employees are looking for better employers. So for many organizations, turnover eventually turns into a hiring surge. And in the wake of that surging applicant pool, hiring managers are looking for better ways to find the best candidates for the job. The interview is where you find that fit. Most hiring managers change up the interview questions to fit the position, and it's important to consider whether the interview format needs to be tailored as well. So in this episode of HR Party of One, I'm going to compare and contrast three common interview formats, one-on-one, -on -one, panel, and group interviews. By the end, you'll have a much better idea which format is best for the position you're hiring for. We'll discuss the role of the interview in the hiring process, one-on-one -on -one interviews, panel interviews, and group interviews. Let's get going. The role of the interview in the hiring process. Before we discuss which interview format is best, let's take a moment to clarify what role the interview plays in the hiring process. And to be clear, hiring should be a structured and standardized process at your organization. In an earlier episode of HR Party of One, we covered the seven stages of hiring and why consistency across hiring managers is so important. HR should also outline the hiring process, clarify HR's strategic oversight role, and provide templates for communication in a manual for managers, which we've also covered in a previous episode. I'll link to both of these resources in the description. You may be wondering why I'm recommending a structured and standardized hiring process in a video about adapting your interview format to fit the position. I think of it this way. If each hiring manager is shooting from the hip and doing their own thing, how can you know if the interview format is working or not? There would be too many variables to know where to focus efforts to improve. Best practice is actually to conduct at least two interviews, a phone screen followed by a face-to-face -face interview. The phone screen is an efficient and inexpensive way to learn about a candidate with relatively low stakes. More importantly, it's fair since the hiring manager can't base a snap judgment on the candidate's appearance over the phone. We covered phone screening best practices in an earlier episode, which I'll link to in the description. For more information on the difference between recruitment screenings and assessments, check out our recent episode on the topic. Our focus in this episode, however, is on the best format for face-to-face -face interviews. This should be one of the final stages of your hiring process, when other applicants have been screened out and only the most qualified candidates compete for your extended time and attention. The stakes are high, and the hiring decision depends on this interaction. Again, we're going to focus on the dynamics of different interview formats here, but if you're interested in learning more about how to prepare for or conduct face-to-face -face interviews, including what questions to ask and red flags to look for, I highly recommend our tutorial episode. I'll link to it in the description. I want to mention one more thing before we move on to specific interview formats. HR should play a strategic and high-level role in the interview process, training managers and maintaining consistency. But the hiring manager responsible for interviewing candidates should be the person the position will be reporting to. I'll address this a few more times throughout the rest of the episode. One-on-one -on -one interviews. Let's start with one-on-one -on -one interviews, which are the most common and most versatile interview format. As the name suggests, this format involves one candidate and one interviewer. I want to cover a few pros and cons to consider, but since this is what you're likely most familiar with, I won't spend too much time on it. There are several advantages to the one-on-one -on -one format, most notably the responsibility and accountability for the hiring decision belonging to one person, the hiring manager. This also makes it more comfortable for candidates interviewing, since they only need to pay attention and respond to one person, which feels more like an even playing field than the dynamic of a panel or a group interview. Another advantage of one-on-one -on -one interviews is that they're easier to schedule since only two people need to coordinate their calendars. For these reasons, one-on-one -on -one interviews are the preferred format for most positions here at Bernie Portal. Still, we are aware of some notable disadvantages. 
First, one interviewer is more susceptible to bias than a panel of interviewers, which could unintentionally turn the conversation into an ongoing attempt to confirm the manager's first impression. To be sure, other interviewers are bringing their own biases to the mix, but they can counterbalance those of the hiring manager. This difference between managers can also mean very different staffing levels between teams when one manager is simply better or worse at recruiting than the other. This is why HR's oversight role is so important. Your position in the organization allows you to better see these differences and to bring these managers together to learn from one another. Speaking of managers working together, let's turn our attention to panel interviews. Panel interviews. Panel interviews involve one candidate and two or more interviewers, allowing more stakeholders to participate in the decision making. The idea of a panel interview may bring to mind a formal setting with several suits grilling a hapless applicant, but there are various ways to structure it. For example, a panel interview can take place over a lunch meeting at a restaurant, or it could actually be a series of one-on-one -on -one meetings with different team members. Regardless how you approach panel interviewing, be sure the hiring manager is leading and coordinating the process with the other interviewers. One of the benefits of panel interviews and a guiding philosophy of the practice is the idea that all of us are better than any one of us. Consider the problem of an individual interviewer's bias that I mentioned earlier. Multiple interviewers can see where the other's blind spots are. They may notice red flags that others miss, or they may think of questions that provide unique insights. For this reason, panel interviews are excellent mentoring opportunities for less experienced managers. They're also great for more experienced hiring managers to gain a fresh perspective on interviewing. At Bernie Portal, we've also used the panel format for instances where a single candidate is applying for two similar positions on a separate team. This demonstrated to us how excited the candidate was to join the company in whatever role she could and allowed the hiring managers an opportunity to learn from one another. There are a few downsides though. For example, any one panelist is less responsible and accountable for the hiring decision. This can also lead to an awkward situation in which one interviewer does not want to hire the candidate, but the others override them anyway. That awkwardness can affect the team dynamics long after the position has been filled. Another con is a practical one. Scheduling the interview gets increasingly complicated with each additional panelist. The panel interview format is better than one-to-one -one for high-level positions, where the stakes are high and the stakeholders are many. It's a coordinated effort, but it requires more consideration. That brings us to the most efficient format, group interviews. Group interviews. Group interviews involve two or more candidates and one or more interviewers. It's occasionally called a candidate group interview. As I mentioned, group interviews are an efficient way to assess multiple candidates in a relatively short amount of time. That's probably the most attractive reason hiring managers choose this format. The group interview also provides a unique opportunity for interviewers to observe how candidates interact with their peers. But I should point out that group interviews can potentially alienate high performers who may be annoyed at having to share the hiring manager's attention. I don't say that lightly. High performers deserve your attention, but of course, the irony is that the interview process is the way you determine who those high performers are. Similarly, group interviews make it difficult to assess any one candidate in depth. It can be hard to remember who said what or who was responsible for what part of a team exercise. That's why it can be helpful to include other interviewers in larger group settings. For these reasons, the group interview format is best suited for lower level positions and public facing roles. There are also popular formats for opening a new business when you need to staff quickly. As you can see, interview formats are not one size fits all. It all depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Each format may be the most appropriate approach for different positions at different times. And now you should have a better understanding of the best format fit for the occasion. As always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it.
That's all the time we have for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and ring the bell to get notifications about the latest HR Party of One updates and new episodes. Also, join our HR Party of One group on LinkedIn. Bye, y'all.